0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Adventures AdventuresIn.net. I'm Sean Clabo, your host, and with me today, your co-host, Wailoo. Hey, Wai. You you hey you Hey, Don. Happy Saturday for you. Happy Friday. You. <laughs> 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 yep, yep, yep. And Caleb, back from vacation. Hey, hey, no hey how are you? Hey, I'm good. Good. It yeah. is hot and dry, and mm. I think fire season is almost upon us, so... I ordered a bunch of air filters and things like that so we can filter out the smoke once it starts hitting it because I'm I'm uh, east of where the fires start in Washington state and the, the wind typically carries it pretty strong this way so we quite often get smoked out and get into uh, dangerous air conditions. So
1: it's it is so interesting, <laughs> the different things you worry about based on where you're located in the U.S. Because <laughs> fire is not is the least of our concerns.
0: Yeah, it's and, true. And during the summer, our our humidity is usually like ten to fifteen percent. Ours is
1: pretty much a hundred year yeah, round.
0: Yeah, yeah, we never have that problem. <laughs> Above fifty, whatever, that's kind of a rare thing. You know, that would be mm-hmm. raining outside. <laughs>
1: Mm, all right. But enough
0: about geography, right? Enough. I guess. I guess. Let's bring on our guest, Andrea Angela. Welcome, Andrea. Hello.
2: Glad to be here. Hey. Thank you for having glad me. Glad to
0: have you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
2: Did you work your tail off to get that senior developer gig just to realize that senior dev doesn't actually mean dream job? I've been there too. My first senior developer job was at a place where all of our triumphs were the bosses and all the failures were ours. The second one was a great place to continue to learn and grow, only for it to go under due to poor management. And now I get job offers from great places to work all the time. Not only that, but the last job interview I actually sat in was a discussion about how much my podcast had helped the people interviewing me. If you're looking for a way to get into your dream job, then join our Dev Heroes Accelerator. Not only will we help you get the kind of exposure that makes you attractive to your dream employer, but you'll be able to ask them for top dollar as well check it out at devheroesaccelerator.com.
0: So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got into development and uh, kind of what you do now and things related to .NET.
3: Uh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I've, I've started um, development when I was um, uh, about eight years old. So my 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 father gave me a casual calculator that was programmable and I've seen the manual, I write some code from the manual and oh my God, I love this. Then I... Then I started building games for my friends and you know I, I started into loving it. I was getting the feedback, the positive feedback loop, and I got into development. And I do my classic. I studied computer science at high school, at university, and then I moved to I, I'm Italian, so I studied in Italy. And then I moved to UK eleven years ago in 2010. First job in UK, actually. So and then since then I basically work with C sharp and.NET pretty much for all the entire my career. So far, so moving from junior position to a lead software engineer position that I am, I'm having now, and loving every every single time, every single step along the way. <laughs> and are you still doing games, or are you? Oh yeah, yeah, that that was. Um, I've done games. There's an interesting twist here. I I was doing games till I was a teenager, about uh, mm. so. And then, uh, yeah, and I got into university. I started to. I I, I did games till university, and I I didn't do much gaming for the. The university i started to work in the business field and i built a game for windows phone it was extremely popular it was one of the top arcade game at the time when uh, when uh, windows phone was there but then nice then everything, <laughs> everything collapsed
4: you just picked the wrong f- um, format
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a uh, yeah a built on xna and uh yeah that was the last game i brought but yeah i would love to get uh, playing a little bit with it um, i'm not i haven't worked on the game Development industry, like uh, professionally, I just mostly wrote some games for fun. My, only... uh,
0: my, my first calculator was not programmable. About the best thing I could do was spell words upside down. You know, like five eight zero eight. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I had the luxury of having uh, like upgrading the Casio calculator every two years. And my father was always giving that as a present every two years. Was doubling the RAM, doubling the CPU. <laughs> I started with twenty-six <laughs> variable in the first one, and, and then, I love uh, it.
1: I yeah, love it. Was right. actually
3: quite.
1: <laughs> so was famous. was it like Christmas gift or just
3: uh, just something? Yeah, gave Christmas you or birthday. Yeah, I had a yeah. The first one was like a very 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 low spec, and then improving the pixel density every, mm. every song and the yeah. The last one I got was like the Algebra FX. It was really quite nice. Uh, you could do nice. a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, but, um, it's good fun. fun. So, what do you do yeah. now? So, at the moment, I'm uh, I'm working as a lead software engineer in Regate Software. I've been working there for about seven years now. I've worked with many, many products in Regate. So it's a company, a software company, medium-sized company, software company. We build a lot of tools for Windows, like monitoring databases, uh, comparing databases. Uh, so, a lot of, I've done a lot of Windows Form, WPF, and SpinoNet Core stuff. Uh, mostly, I've got a backend of our product, desktop products. So... At the moment, right now, I, I'm working the SQL Prompt. It's basically the, the plugin for SQL Server Management Studio that helps you to basically write the SQL more more fluently, help with formatting and all those sort of things, sort of intelligence, yeah, uh, Halt Enter, code analysis kind of things. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, oh, so it's like a plugin for SQL Studio, isn't it? SQL Server okay. Management Studio. Yeah, in uh, yeah, on Windows. Yeah, it's a plugin for that sort of productivity.
1: Redgate has a lot of good tools. I haven't used them in a few years, but in some previous jobs. I, I forget the name of it, but it's the one where you could actually do SQL schema changes as part of like your your commits in your repository and you could,
2: yes, you could do them yeah.
1: locally and then do them against test production. It mm-hmm. definitely simplifies that workflow. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I work on that product too. Uh, working on, oh, nice. um, on the version basically allows you to version the schema in source control and Manage your deployments and uh, all your okay. CI/CD pipelines. Yeah. I
4: so I've what, always wanted to work on a tool that work like like that, like kind of that helps developers code. I would have. I just don't yeah. know where it, if it would not start. Yeah. You know, that's, that sounds so fascinating. You
3: know, like yeah, that's actually quite interesting because i have reflecting on my career. Most of the time, I work, I worked on developer tools or IT admin tools. So before a gate, I used to work in Citrix. And we're building like a send desktop a virtualization technology that used by you know companies, IT administrators to virtualize their desktops and stuff like that. Yeah. Always the customer always been like IT or, or devs uh, most of the time. Mm. Um so yeah. It's actually quite cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. All right. Yeah. So uh so what do you think about C sharp? <laughs> <Do> you like <laughs> C sharp? Uh, yeah, def- uh, definitely uh, love C sharp. Tough question. Um, tough question. I've been uh I mean, at the time when I started, I was developing in BASIC. I was, uh, you know, as a kid in the calculators. Then I met C, C++, I worked with Java, I worked with a lot of other languages. And then I met the .NET, I think it was 1.1. And, uh, yeah, uh, I've played Visual Basic as well. i built some games with a Basic for Windows. But then C, Sharp, oh, my God, this language is awesome. This platform, this you know, feels like it's really well well designed. They all, all run time, they all base class library. I read the Jeffrey Richard book, CLR via C Sharp. Wow. This is going to be a solid platform. I want to invest in it. I'm, I'm glad I did because it's still around. So, yeah, I decided to get certified. I was still at uni. I got all the certification on .NET 2, .NET Foundation, .NET uh, Windows, and and then I found a job as .NET developer and work a lot on the community and building on on that. Uh, and, yeah, it's been, it's been great. It's definitely my favorite language. It's uh, It's great. <laughs> I definitely recommend it. Now you can build pretty much everything you want, web, desktop, Mobile IoT, whatever. So, you are very active in the .NET
1: community. You've got a number of, like, you've got a, a meetup group, and you got a YouTube channel, and you got a website that has some training. How did you get into to that set of things? Actually, you know, building content and and tutorials and and helping people become better developers.
3: Yeah, it's it's all started when um, I was still at university. And, uh, you know, I just got the great grip with .NET and C Sharp and, and liking it. And then a member of the community in Italy at the time approached me saying there was a kind of Italian .NET community called UG.NET. And uh, I was kind of following the blog there. And this guy reached me and said, you know, there was a, they were starting to build like regional communities at the time, like for Italy's, you know, the different regions like Tuscany, where I'm from. There was no community on the net. This guy approached me and said, "You know, I know you. You know you you're acting on the block, I so saw you commented. Do you would you like to you know have a have a have a dinner a chat over dinner and uh, maybe build something there?" So I didn't know much about the shop. I, you know, I was fairly fairly new, but you know I was welcomed to the community, and he actually welcomed me so so nice. There's all, other two members of the community. I felt like a family immediately, right? And uh, then we built a community in the net in Italy, and I've been been leading that community for a while until I moved to UK and then I continued to lead for a couple of years then I realized that it was too difficult from the UK to help the community and then I created a community in UK in Cambridge. Oh, so, you, this, so you
4: managed the um you managed to, like the Italian meetup in the UK is there? Like, um, so how Yeah was
3: that that, it, it was like we were about uh I don't remember I think a number for four or five or six of us like at the time managing it so um new people you know we were like meeting over Skype every couple of weeks. Ah, oh, so this It was a physical one, but I was kind of still part of it, managing it from, from abroad. Yeah. And then sometimes jumping on Italy and doing a workshop there. I, build, I did actually a full full day workshop on building games for Windows Phone. Uh, yeah. That's one of the workshops I did. And I did a presentation on Link when, when it came out. That was my ever first presentation on, on the .NET. Uh, that actually made me, oh my God, um, it's quite, it's quite cool sharing and you know teaching. Teaching. I was so scared about public speaking at the time. I, I you know, I was really, I, I was really, I couldn't speak. I, I spent a month to prepare that talk of an hour because I was so scared. I had to learn everything and you know, prepare for every single question. But yeah. Since then, basically, I'm in in Cambridge, where I started to work in UK. I I created a community there as well. Now, now it's been around for five years or more. Yeah. We know more than a thousand developers meeting every month or two.
4: I think meetups are are so cool. Like especially for development purposes, but also for basically any any topic, you know. Like um, I think it's an adult, it's actually it's really hard to find friends, I think. Like after after you become an adult, um, you can't just yeah. go to school and you,
3: and know, you have, kids. have people, yeah. Exactly. But I, like, a, yeah, I, other thing. <laughs> but
4: I think the meetup things is really good because you you automatically go to a bunch of people and they, they all you already know what they they're into and it's the same thing you're into kind of thing so and um yeah because I I go to a few meetups myself and a lot more before COVID and I actually run some meetups in Canberra where I'm from as well so mm. and it's just like yeah it's, it's just really good to, to to go to a place where you can um, meet a bunch of people and they're all like they're all you know they're all passionate about what they like to do they actually take time you know in their in their personal time to actually um actually go to some event you know so it shows yeah. that they're actually quite passionate for
3: it so yeah I think generally this applies to everything right just not just the any any topic you you're passionate yeah. about just visit the community even if you're not if you just want to discover a little bit more just go to a, to a place like that and you, you will meet passionate people and you will be dragged in and you know it, yeah, it, it, yeah it's, and, it's their, nice. and their
4: passion kind of inspires you to exactly yeah to, to, totally. to, to, to
3: be inspired as well yeah. so yeah.
0: Uh, since, since COVID hit do you do your meetups virtually
3: Yes. So when we when we before before COVID we were doing meetups on um, in my company in in our headquarters there. So the company was uh, nice to host the community, and yeah, now we're doing over Zoom. Also, it's not the same kind of vibe. It's, it's, it's right. a little bit different. Mm. But there are also some lot of advantages yeah. as well. we are recording the video now, putting it on YouTube, uh, so more more people can engage, you know, from everywhere in the world. Uh, we all experience that. So that pro and cons, but. It's it's been good, and I've seen engagement still strong, and uh, people people joining. So yeah, and a lot of people lo- love to talk, so it's it's not too difficult. As a lot of people think to find people speaking, like it's it's also a good opportunity for you to you know to brand yourself. And uh, honestly, I found the position where I am in Regate. I, I was engaged in a community. I went to a community, uh, was a software craftsmanship community in Cambridge, and then. The head of engineering at approached me. Are you interested in a change? We had a talk. You showed me the company where, where the event was hosted. So, yeah. So there are opportunities that you might not even know. Um, in yeah. Whenever
4: I try to get someone to speak at a meetup, I just I tell them that they don't actually have to be like an expert in whatever they're speaking in. And sometimes yeah. the best presentations are just the ones where it's like, you know, I, I started learning at like this thing, and these were the the pitfalls, or these are the things I learned, and. I yeah, totally, so. totally
3: agree with you. That's exactly the principle I set when I started the community. Uh, everyone, so the community is for everyone. doesn't matter what level you are at. You share mm-hmm. what you know. Everyone has something valuable to share. So there is a lot of people that never spoke before that present in my community and then later became a you know, speaker at NDC or stuff like that. So was, for me, it's amazing because I really enabled them to do that. I, mm-hmm. I was so scared about public speaking, so I wanted to enable other people to do the same. That's uh, fantastic. And yeah. And, yeah. So in addition to that, I have all the other activities going on. So
1: one of the things that seems to be your focus, right, is helping people learn C Sharp and get yeah. into .NET. For people who are
3: just starting out, what do you suggest? Yeah, so my... So I, I basically... Uh, it, it's, it's difficult because there are different levels. So there are people that are there are that absolute beginners that actually never coded, or there are like uh, more... Uh, developers have used another language that, like, familiarly will be with Asynthos, another language, and they want to move into C-sharp and the net. And on, obviously, then there are people that are more already C-sharp developers that want to level up and learn the language more and stay up to date. So I believe for people at the early stage, uh, like the um, absolute beginners or, like, just started, just getting started, I strongly believe mentoring is the best way to, to really quickly speed up and um, I've been mentored by the guy that contacted me in, from the community. So I actually decided to work with him like on a couple of weeks, every couple of weeks. We did Katas together. He really teach me a lot. I've learned so much, so much faster because of the, the mentoring. I even paid at some point in because I, I felt like guilty of, you know, get, getting all of that knowledge. And we built a relationship there. So I believe if you are really starting, few few sessions, few mentoring sessions are great. Uh, obviously, it might not be affordable. There are, there's so much content online. But the fear I have with that is that when you start, you have a lot of doubts. You feel like, I can't hold. I know everyone is so smart. If you look at how much you need to learn, uh, you feel completely overwhelmed. There's so much content. And then uh, you might start and play a bit. You feel, you feel like dumb. And then you stop. But if you have someone close to you that can give you, you know, that's that's okay. You don't need to learn. Everything. Just learn the language, technology, go and, go and come. I've learned the lesson from <laughs> Windows Phone, XNA, whatever I've studied in the past that disappeared and I wasted hours of my life on that. So I think that's that's key. And then when you, when you reach to the point where you are kind of more independent, so I also suggest like doing competitive programming, like do a lot of the, those problem solving uh, kind of exercise to learn the syntax and quickly get up to speed with it, really good positive feedback loop to. To, to get motivated, not just necessarily for competing with other developers, just compete with yourself, you increase your rank in there. I found that fairly motivated. Um when you get to a point where you know roughly the language, uh, then the, the membership I built kind of help you to stay up to date. So I, I basically send every week kind of uh, links to news about .NET, the .NET world, so you don't have to waste all the time. And I strongly believe in practical, practical short videos. Because as you said, as you get older, you have family, you have uh, all the other, um, uh, you know, time commitments, and you stop having all the time for reading books and reading, you know, thousand pages book and uh, you know, hours of content. So I strongly believe in short content. So all my videos are five, ten minutes long on a specific feature, all in code, no slides, um, you know, just just showing how to how to learn that particular feature. So I believe after some point you can just do one video a week with a little bit of practice. Apply that on the job, and then you build from there. It's incredible how much you can build up in a you know if you are consistent weekly after week, and then you know and then you can still do mentoring for more high level things. Like at the, at the moment, I've just been promoted this year to a lead software engineer role where I need to do more kind of leading, delegating, and you know helping others. And I've been coached to more about leadership skills and so on on mentoring. So I'm new to this. And now I need to do the same kind of process, but at a little bit higher level. So all the processes, but that's what I recommend. Obviously, I, I love learning on books. You choose the platform that you like the most. Some people like watching videos, some people like reading, some people like podcasting. If you love podcasting, and just, just do it. I mean, I personally love it. because so I can listen at 2x speed and you learn twice as, as much. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: So, so how, oh, yeah. what does a mentoring session look look like? Is it kind of like a pair programming session?
3: Um, so, the, obviously, it depends by the level. So, I, so I have some experience in kind of mentoring people that are at the junior level. They wanted to maybe find a position as a senior engineer. So, what we do in that case is more like, as you said, like pairing, doing code um, kata together, like um, ping pong test-driven development together. Or I can even do a mock interview, like where I. Ask the, the person to do a kata, and I, at the end I give feedback on, you know, if I, if I was your interviewer, if I were your interviewer, you know, I would, uh, you know, I would improve here and there and uh, stuff like that. Uh, if you're more more new, I help you learn the syntax, like create a console app, play a little bit with that, teaching like some of the stuff that all people maybe know how to use but they don't know how it works. Like use link, but you don't know how delegates are related to autonomous method and how the lambdas. At the end, you know, all the connection helping building the you know I enumerable for each and you know at the end of the day it's just calling calling for each, calling uh, what's next and so on. So kind of helping to to understand the language better. That's more at the beginning. I don't have a lot of experience or absolute beginner learning C sharp. I believe is is the it's kind of the same process. I would like to help more people from zero experience get into C sharp. That's something I would like to focus in the future more.
0: How about uh, how about watching coders that stream? You know, like on Twitch or something
3: like oh, that. Oh, that's yeah, that's a that's a new trend. Uh, I I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good for if you're new. Uh, I think after if if you if you're more experienced, you need to manage the time. It's very easy to get you know spend an alpha day on on or, you know get get lost in the stream again. Same principle. You uh, don't have all the time of the world unless the streaming is something on something you really care about. You want to get deep into it. Yeah, be careful with your time as always. So I tend yeah, to prefer yeah, I tend to prefer honestly pay money on a course very compact and deeper in, in content than you know spending 10 days on free content. That that's my opinion. But you need to find the right balance. I think I, I consume a lot of stuff, so both free and paid. So but at this point I, I want to maximize the time and so right. any resource that helped me to shortcut. That. And this, the biggest shortcut is don't learn that technology. That's something I had to <laughs> learn. Like, because before I was like so curious, I was learning and jumping on everything. Now, I'm not using that technology. I don't really need to learn it at the job right now, unless you really think about changing job and working on, on that. I'm not working with summary, for example. I mean, I, lo- I love the technology. I love you can build. But I haven't played with it much. I, I'm doing more desktop web. And so I I'm find and I'm, I'm see what's what's changing. I don't I don't have to go deep in that. So you can choose. Yeah. yeah. I think
4: there is definitely an element of like if you don't if you don't need the technology, don't don't spend so much time on it because at some point the technology changes as well. Yeah. You know? so, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're never yeah. gonna have enough time to learn everything really. Um and I think that's yeah. that's the that's when you realize that even the experts don't know everything. They're, yeah, you know, they spend more of their time, you know, we're we're like professional googlers most of the time, right? So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely,
2: Absolutely. totally. Every day,
0: Stack Overflow. If you're you're a beginner, (laughs) familiarize yourself with Stack Overflow.
2: Are you under increasing pressure to ship code faster than ever before? Then it's time to work smarter with Raygun's modern approach to error and performance monitoring. Raygun gives you instant visibility into the health of your software, And what makes it so unique is that it not only tells you when something's gone wrong, it shows you exactly where it's gone wrong and how to fix it, right down to the line of code. Made by developers for developers, Raygun has built a suite of monitoring tools that are used and loved by thousands of software teams every day. Monitor every corner of your tech stack with widespread language support and native integrations with GitHub, Jira, Slack, Bitbucket, Octopus Deploy, and more for even greater visibility. Visit Raygun.com to resolve issues faster and deliver flawless digital experiences for your users. That's Raygun.com to get started on your free 14-day trial with plans starting from as little as four dollars per month.
3: Yeah, that's that's that, that's the challenge, I think, for new people joining the industry though, because they, they really believe as on on expertise, like oh expert know everything. Like I remember feeling that way when I joined the community where some presenters sharing, oh my god, they know everything. It's not true, but you get that perception. So if you if you don't go beyond that, you you can get demoralized and imposter syndrome is still you know still even when you're but you still have yeah. plenty of uh, yeah Boston's the reason syndrome.
0: reason why I think streaming is is probably good is because they can ask questions so as they watch somebody a little more advanced coding they can ask well what what did you do there and why did you do it or something like that it's kind of like going to a, a yeah a yeah. conference or a meetup because after they're done speaking then you can go up and ask some questions that you didn't really want to ask in front of the yeah. crowd and. And you know, talk to them out in the hall and things like that. So, hopefully, when this COVID stuff is over, we can really start getting back into the uh, you know in person conferences and things
1: like that.
3: Yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely. It's awesome. So we've we talked about family a little bit. Um, how do you balance your your schedule and all the things you're doing for the .NET community and your your family and your your you know your off time.
3: Yeah, so it's a good question. So I, so I, I, I believe uh, I used to, you know, but being extremely worried about, you know, balance and so on. But I, I, I am. I love my job. So balance is, is something personal. You need to find what balance means to you, right? So if for you balance means nine to five and then stop doing anything after, that's your balance, and you you manage yourself that way. So you do all the learning at, in the job. If you if you instead want to explore some other stuff, then you allocate some extra hours, as well, for your learning or for these sort of activities. So, for me, so before I, you know, before starting a family, I, I kind of really was like, I, I didn't have any sort of balance. I was just learning as much as I could, attending conferences and so on, um, past the university as well. With, with a family, office, it's different. I have a son, and uh, and uh, I I try to. To, uh, to make sure the family time is, uh, you know, is is scheduled. So a lot of people, uh, basically, I, like I think give you some sort of hours. What I usually spend is about 10 hours a week, roughly, extra work on all of these, my my activities. Um, that's basically about an hour and a half a day uh, extra. So the community takes me a few hours. It's not as, as demanding as you might think. You just need to coordinate, you know, the meetups and uh, and so on obviously in person is just is a little bit more but online is even easier um the um, the membership at the moment is what takes me most of my time but yeah roughly that's that's my my time commitment and uh, other than that you know just uh, love going out with friends uh spend time with my family traveling to italy to my to, to see my parents and so on and uh, and driving my motorbike and you know all the sort of things i love nature and staying outside and running and so on doing a physical activity so yeah, it's a question that I stopped worrying too much now about because for me that's part. That's that's something that's part of my life. And I, what I try to do more recently is um, living more in the present. To be honest, that's something really, really important. I've been reading a lot more, like maybe because of the co- the, the pandemic or whatever. I'm reading more about Seneca and uh, more Stoic, and you know, trying to to understand a little bit how to live more fully in the present with my son, for example is uh you know 6 years old so this is the time when we're having a lot of adventures together so it's a yeah. very very important time yeah but nothing stop you to blend the, the things so it's, it's not sometimes right. i put one of my ear pods in one of my in mm-hmm. my ear and i listen a little bit a podcast while i'm in the you know doing some chores at, at home right this time adapts you you won't believe how much you can learn by just do a lot of audio books for example audio books i'm really into it and uh, you know you can you can really learn a lot while doing other stuff while traveling, as well. So, so, so it's a
4: six-year-old I, son. Have you tried teaching your kids how to code uh, to blend know, that time uh, together? Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: so that's something to be careful about. But yes, um, what we did so far is, I mean, it's really into Lego at the moment. We built uh, uh, Lego's you know, great. The, the grandma, yeah, a lot of Lego, Lego Technic. We built robots that the grandmother. Gave him as present, not me. The grandmother. That was actually very clever because the robot was programmable. So we, you know, with the block kind of block uh, block programming. So do three step ahead and turn and and the, yeah, I, I I just do a little bit of that with him. It's almost seven. So we, we did a little bit of that building together this robot and uh, and and uh, and using the block block programming. But if he's interested, I want him to explore as many things as possible. And you know, mm. and then but it's, it's hard you know to contain my passion so it's definitely seen my, <laughs> my 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 passion for you know building stuff and so on so i can see some some interest there so yeah i i, I definitely did definitely did already but yeah exciting enough
4: so you have this this productive c sharp website can you tell us a little bit more about that
3: yeah so well at some point i don't remember when it was the um, 2017 i think In 2017 i, I said I wanted to do, get into more like video production, like the idea of doing like uh, kind of screencasts and so on. So I got into a YouTube more in 2017. I started to build, you know, uh, I had a big imposter syndrome, right? You know, who I am for teaching c sharp. There are so many people that are doing that. Why should I I do that? But, you know, I I decided to try and give it a go. And uh, I've seen a lot of traction. And um, yeah, about six months later, Microsoft awarded me with the Microsoft MVP title so i think that's in addition to the community activities i was already doing but i think that was probably the the last piece of the puzzle for me and when i got that i started to think you know i, mean, I love doing all this content uh, but also you know family is uh you know it's more expensive life you know why don't try to monetize a little bit the effort also because if i do i can also help even more so i decided to in 2018 to launch the product shop membership so basically it's a the way I say it, it's the membership for C-Sharp developers where they can get in, learn the language. I try to you know, be as up-to-date as possible with every single features Microsoft was releasing. At the time, C-Sharp was going on to minor releases, so it was even easier to do that because it was like constant new features. Uh, now it's going to yearly releases, so it's a bit less 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 frequent. But I basically every single new feature of C-Sharp is covered in practical short videos. And yeah, now it's been about three years that, I, that I'm having that. So I have more than 250 members there, is a, a membership where you pay annually or monthly. The, the barrier to entry is, is very small, and uh, it's something I really enjoy loving. Uh, I enjoy doing. Like we do, mastermind session on Zoom as well, where we get together and talk, sort of a kind of c shop family. Every week, I, I I'm using the feed to collect all the news together and select some of the top news from the community. In addition to my videos that I produce regularly. And then members also get like free spot licenses to like, for example, JetBrains. Every member got a free JetBrains license. Uh, and sometimes you do raffles. Try to provide as much value to, to members possible. And also they can contact me via email, do kind of mentoring via email if they want. They can do mentoring private as well. Uh, Obviously, the time is limited, so I, I need to limit that. But that's kind of what I'm doing. And I'm I'm happy to uh to offer a discount for your audience. Uh if you are, if you're interested, so if you go to produstichar.com/slash-membership, you can use the uh, discount code uh, Adventures, and you will get thirty percent discount on the on the price of both annual or, or or monthly. So you can check it out. The first the first year, the first month is uh, a little bit even cheaper than the sort of a trial. So you can give it a go and see see if you like it. But yeah, that's that's basically what I'm doing. I'm doing these YouTube videos, my blog. I have a podcast as well kind of a micro, pod, micro podcasts like more like my thoughts every week I'm not as consistent as you guys but uh you know I'm trying to to provide as much value free and also some extra value on a paid subscription while working full time almost full time I'm working 4 days a week for for the gate oh well, nice yeah.
0: thanks yeah. for the thanks for the discount code I really appreciate it uh, passing that yes. along to our our, our members will also put it in the show notes so people can uh, find that in case they're just uh, browsing on their podcast,
3: yeah. You're welcome. I, I will uh, send the link to. Uh,
0: great, great. Thanks. So you've started out with .NET 1.1, and uh, so over that time you've seen a lot of versions of of C Sharp, and yeah. it seems like the release schedule is even getting faster and faster now. From like C seven, C Sharp seven to eight, nine, and tens probably coming. You know, probably tomorrow, but I don't know for sure.
3: But it's yeah, pretty close. How do you keep up when things going that fast? So wh- while the one of the amazing websites I recommend is the Microsoft Docs. So they, they, I think the, the team at Microsoft is doing an amazing job. Every time new features of the language are released, they there is also a what's new section that is really covering all the features very well. So And this is applied to all the .NET ecosystem. So the Microsoft Docs recently has been really reinvigorated a lot. And all the development now is open source as well, right? Everything is in the open for C Sharp, if you want, you can see all the meetings. Like if you're crazy like me, you go into the meetings, uh weekly, uh, weekly meetings, I think the, the C Sharp team at Microsoft do. I don't I don't see all of them, but you can go there in the meetings and see what they discussed, to have an idea of what, what the direction of C Sharp is. There is a page on the C Sharp rep with all the kind of milestones of the comp the, the, the team is trying to achieve, which which features is in which at what stage of the development. So if you can see that if a features is merged into main. Into master or me, main, you know that the next preview version of Visual Studio will contain it, so you can play with it. <laughs> so I try to stay out of the code, cool, of course, for helping uh, my members to stay up to date. But at the same time, I'm aware I don't want to do. I try not to do videos too early because I, you know, I don't want things to change. I want my video to be long-lasting and try to avoid doing videos on stuff that might change too too soon. So the language is very solid. It's, Microsoft is, is making everything backward compatible, so is if you do a video on, on a feature stay there right it's very unlikely that it will it will become obsolete so so that's where my focus is basically covering the entire language helping people learn the foundation of of c sharp technology as you said going going come so um, have you
0: looked at what's coming in c sharp 10
3: oh yeah absolutely there is a uh, quite a lot of good stuff coming i'm there is like the global using global using while like so you don't have to do like using like, using the space uh you can just create a file with all the using and spaces. You always have like using system, using system generics, system collection generics, and, and those automatically are you know imported in all the files. There is um, yeah quite quite other stuff like what's uh, what they do like there's uh, struct records uh, records for classes yeah for classes for for structs sorry there is already record for the, the generate classes. Yeah, definitely, definitely stay in touch. Oh, that is like the what is the Lambda improvements on type inference that the, the the team is doing, like the creating web API using very minimal minimal amount of code. You can just do create a web server, that get request that returns this using lambdas. So that they made some changes in the Lambdas syntax to 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 enable to do that in a more syntax syntactic, you know, better compact way. I think probably one of the things a lot about more about shop is they keep adding stuff to make the language even more easy to to understand, to remove like boilerplate and and like records. For me, has been an amazing feature. Like, it's I always wanted that. That was for me was one of the missing things. Like, come on! I always stress like meds. The uh, you know to, when records will come out? Yeah, let's wait. We need to get it right. But yeah, records. That's quite nice. But yeah, there is some good stuff coming up. There's a lot of also like niche features that you might not need to worry too much about. It's mostly used inside, you know, the libraries to make the performance of the framework better, but every developer's benefit from that, right? Yeah, so but yeah, stay tuned. We'll definitely share more about that. I usually do like a webinar every year on, on the latest version of C Sharp, a uh, free webinar on that so people can join and, and learn.
0: All right, anything else to add to... Uh... What we've talked about for C sharp before we uh, move on to uh, picks and wrap up the show. Think
3: about that. I think yeah, I think that the main the main advice is basically what I said. Like try to master in the fundamentals is very important. I have I, I met so many developers that like uh, don't have a very strong understanding of the language, and you know, I might just write the code but I don't fully understand it and sometimes um, it, it doesn't it doesn't help. So I think learning learning the fundamentals, the you know the language problem solving you know, data structures and, you know, kind of design principles, all of that stuff really, really benefits you in the future rather than learning the latest XNA framework or stuff like that. Unless you're really passionate about that. So kind of do both, but value
2: fundamentals more. All All
0: right. Very cool. Very cool.
2: Hey, folks, if you love this podcast and would like to support the show or if you wish you could listen without the sponsorship messages, then you're in luck. We're setting up new premium podcast feeds where you can get all of the episodes released after Christmas 2020 without the ads. Signing up will help us pay for editing and production, and you can go sign up at devchat.tv slash premium.
0: All right, guys, let's move on to picks now. Caleb,
1: you were out last week, so let's have you go first. What do you got? Yeah, so you guys know I've been trying to meditate on a daily basis, you know, do mindfulness stuff. And yeah, exactly. Okay. Sean, Sean's doing the, the, the ohm thing where you hold your fingers. Anyway, so uh, I listened to an Audible original on the way to visit my parents last weekend for vacation. Um, and it's like an hour and a half. It's really pretty short. But it's got some good intro stuff on how to start a meditation practice and some of the basics and kind of some of the pitfalls and things not to worry about. Um, so it was really good. It's called uh, How to Train Your Mind. So, yeah, so in you in a car have with the
4: kids as well? Like, I'm just any time yeah. the kids, it's always just frozen songs or something. Like,
1: um. well, here's the thing, and maybe I shouldn't do this, right? But I've gotten to the habit where if we're going for a long road trip, like two or three hours or more, um, I'm typically one driving, and so yeah. I put in earbuds and listen to oh. a podcast or an audiobook yeah. while my wife sits in the back with our son, and so if he's not watching videos on his kindle fire or whatever she's playing with him entertaining him so oh i get to yeah, drive and say. listen so to stuff hope, and,
0: hopefully there's no louisiana yeah. police officers listening to this
1: show <laughs> well you know my earbuds are really small so <laughs> you know it's hard for you to see them <laughs> anyway yeah that's my pick all right all right why what's your pick uh, so
4: my pick today is, uh, is a show on uh, Netflix, again. It's a show called uh, Narcos. It's actually been around for a while, but I think they've recently released a, another season. So it's about... Well, it's actually really bloody, by the way. Um, I probably wouldn't watch it with, with any kids around. Watch it when the kids are asleep. But it's about the... um I guess it starts off being about the Colombian drug trade and then it kind of has a new series about the Mexican drug trade. And... um so many people get killed <laughs> so much stuff happens so um but yeah it's I, I, I find I find it really fascinating um, all the stuff that's happening down there all
0: right very cool very cool all right my pick this week is actually gonna be AMC stock <laughs> I I recently started uh, you know doing some stock trading and things like that I would not recommend getting into AMC right now because it is very down the past couple of days so it's Bunnett at its peak, but I've been learning a lot about you know trading stocks and things like that. So, I i have made some money over over uh, the past month or so. So, um, it's not life changing money, but uh, I'm learning and hopefully, why well, are you supposed to a buy a stock bit. when it's down? Yeah, well, yeah, you're supposed to, but but it's going down
4: <laughs> and it's so it, yeah, it, it might it.
0: keep going. Yeah, you never know, <laughs> you never know when it's going to turn around. So, so that's the difficult thing about you know trading stocks, but uh, at least. There's a lot of different places now that you don't get charged for, for buying and selling stocks. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot easier to, to to try it and see. And I would just start out with small amounts of money and see if I would say learn a lot before you actually get into trying to make big money um, because most people lose money. So I'm not a financial advisor, but, but uh, <laughs> that's been my experience in the past month. So you have up days and you have down days and it's hard to keep a lot more up days than down days. So be Do you careful. use Robinhood?
1: Uh, I don't use Robinhood. I actually use Fidelity. Okay. So, yeah, I like it. Well, I was going to um, say, right, I think Robinhood did their IPO and people were like, are you actually going to make money because of the way this is set up? And yeah, the lag between when you buy a stock and you actually own a stock and all that stuff. Yeah, anyway. I
0: think they're working on their IPO. I don't know if they actually have gone gone public yet
1: but yeah they're going to work on on that but
0: one thing that amc did is um to their stockholders if you're a stockholder you can go to one of their websites and i'll put this as the link for my pick and you get like a free large popcorn and other discounts and things (laughs) like that for being a stock so so they've really they've actually made a lot of money off the stockholders because while the price has gone up and up and up they've they've sold more shares which brought in money for them to help with with some of their debts and things like that 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 they have. So, the the CEO is really appreciative of that. So, he's throwing little crumbs to us for some popcorn. <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: so that'll be my my link in there. All right, Andrea, what's your pick? Yeah, I I I probably hinted to that during the during the chat. The, what I've been doing more lately is basically learning more about the like, stoic philosophy, Seneca, and understanding a bit more how, how to live more in the present. It's something that I've been guilty of not doing sometimes, like mostly, you know, think about the future and always think about oh, what do I want to do next. While in the in especially in the past year, I've been a lot more present and I've done some meditation as well. Um being a uh, be more repressed, enjoyed the time with my with my son, with my family, like really feeling the the, the moment and try to turn off my phone and so on. You know, I don't have to check news all the time. So I definitely recommend you. There are a lot of free content on that. Like uh, it's a daily stoic podcast, uh, and other other podcasts books like I read recently, the on the shortness of life from Seneca, that really made me think as well. So and the other I mean, the key principle is be, be yourself 100%. That's something I'm trying to do uh, every day and uh, be, uh, be aware of that. You can always change what you're doing. Like, I mean, I'm a donut guy, I love c but if I want tomorrow, I can change my job and do something completely different. You have one life. You need to decide what to do in that in life. So I think that's, for me, something I strongly recommend to, to look into. I mean, I really, really enjoy listening more about stoic philosophy. All right, great, exactly. So if
0: people want to reach out to you and get in touch is it the best way through your website or through twitter or um,
3: yeah i mean I'm the, you can uh, you can go to my website you can go to linkedin connect to me if you write my name in google i should be there on uh, on linkedin you can you can just uh, write me an email if you want at @angela@productshechard.com awesome. or twitter, even on twitter <laughs> if you want. great all right Thanks for coming on the show today.
0: I like that conversation we had today. That was, that was good.
3: I really appreciated uh, you inviting me and it's been it's been good. Thank you yeah. for inviting me. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. If our
0: listeners want to reach out to the, the show and get in touch with us, uh, they can find me on Twitter. We'd love to hear your feedback. I am at Superhero. All right.
1: Dun, 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 dun. And dun,
0: dun, dun. Caleb Wells is? Caleb Wells Coates. All right. I'm still Thanks. there. Thanks. You're still there. I think. <laughs> <I think. laughs> Just not today. You're, you're checked out. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, everyone.
3: Thank you. Thank you. All
1: right.
0: We'll catch everybody else on the next episode of Adventures in.net.
2: Bye, Bye, Bye. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by CashFly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with CashFly. Visit C A C H E F L Y dot com to learn more.